Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about a topic that has been on my mind, on my heart um, recently, and that is rest. If you know me, you know that I am always into something. I can sit still. I'm always looking for new projects and new things to start, get involved in. I suffer from FOMO, fear of missing out. I, My biggest fear, one of my biggest fears of many fears is that I'm going to miss out on the next great thing, on the next great opportunity, on the next thing that is going to help me fulfill my purpose and make an impact. And in the last couple of months, there's been so many opportunities of so many things to get involved in. This year, I've been so blessed to have so many new projects and all projects and just had an opportunity to work on things that I love and energize me and are aligned with my passions and the way that I want to make an impact, both at work, in my professional world, in my career, and in here in my podcast and with the Thrive Conference and writing a book and the opportunity to be invited to speak at different events. And I've just been so blessed. And a couple of weeks, we hosted the Thrive Conference, which is my annual conference that I do around my birthday. And that same week, I released my book, and it was a magical week. I felt so fulfilled. And as soon as the event was over, I realized that I am tired. I am tired. And I thought, okay, I just need a weekend of doing nothing to recharge again. Um, as much as all these things energize me and excite me and bring me so much joy, I had not realized that it, I was putting in so much into it, into them that it was at the same time draining my energy. And I want to talk about that today because you, maybe you can relate with this, but for me, when I am in the middle of something that it's exciting, that I am enjoying, that I can see it's making an impact, I feel the adrenaline of the moment. And that gives me this burst of energy that like I can conquer the world, I can do anything. And I stretch myself to give my 150% because I like to give my all in everything that I do. I personally believe that if you are going to do something, you should give your all or if not, don't do it. Anyways, long story short, um, I was feeling tired. So I thought I just need to rest for a weekend and Monday, everything is going to be fine. 
And that's what I did. I disconnected for a weekend. I forgot about all my my personal projects, even though I have so many ideas in my head of so many things that I want to do. And at work is one of my busiest seasons of the year. And there's been a lot going on at work, all exciting things, all things that I'm super excited about. But Monday came and I was still feeling tired. And I decided, okay, maybe I just need a week. Maybe I just need a week of not working on things and sleeping an extra hour and just resting my body to get re-energized again and, and start again with all these projects, all these ideas. Well, I've been reflecting a lot on this. And what I realized is that there are different types of tyrannist. There are different types of rest. And a lot of times we approach rest very unilaterally, meaning we believe if I just sleep a little bit more, if I um, just sleep and rest my body, I'm going to be fine and everything is going to be fine. And sometimes that is what you need. Sometimes is that your body is tired, but sometimes it's not your body. Sometimes it's something else. So I've been doing, as I said, a lot of reflection and I came across, because um, I'm curious. So every time that I'm feeling something or I'm curious about something, what do I do? I learn about that thing. So that's what I did. I started researching about um, rest and what I came to realize and learn is that there are different ways to rest and you need to pick the right type of rest so it is meaningful and it gives you what you need when you need it. Rest is essential for our overall health and our well-being and it's not just about getting enough sleep at night. There are six different types of rest. Some literatures even talk about seven different types of rest that we all need to maintain our physical but also emotional and mental and spiritual balance. Um, and that's what I want to talk about. So let's talk about what are the different types of rest and how these look like. And I'll share a little bit of my personal experience um, as I'm mentioning to you right now in this moment that I am right now where I am, I recognize that I am tired. So the first is physical rest. So physical rest means taking a break from physical activities, right? That the physical activities that we do all day. So often we think about rest as sleep or laying down or sitting, but it can include many other things, right? Like taking a naps, like getting a massage, going for a walk, um, some breath work. For me, how that looks like right now, I love to work out. I work out every morning and I've been very intentional about shifting the type of workout that I do. So instead of doing a lot of weightlifting, which I'm still doing, I um, I picked a program right now where I am doing a day of weightlifting, but then a day of kind of stretching and yoga and kind of mixing those, like my daughter would say, on an A-B pattern, 
type of situation. Um, but I have reduced a little bit the intensity of my workouts to allow my body to rest. But again, this can look in many different ways. Think about, as I said, taking a nap, stretching, getting a massage, uh, going for a walk, prioritizing your sleep. All those are ways of physical rest. The second type of rest is mental rest. Mental rest meaning, means taking a break from constant mental stimulation that we face every day. So, I mean, you and I know we live in a world that is always on and it can be very challenging to unplug and give our brains a break. And I think taking mental breaks are so necessary. And I realized that, well, I started with my physical rest. I was not giving myself a mental break, right? I was continue to stimulate my mind with content with um, ideas. At the minute that Thrive ended, I was already planning Thrive for next year. I was already thinking about what am I going to do different and what I want the theme to be and what are the topics that I want to talk on. And the moment I publish my book and I share a little bit about the story about my book, I was already thinking about the next one, the one, the real book that it's on my vision board and starting to brainstorm about the topics and the outline of the book and the content. And sometimes um, this particular one, the mental break, is one that it's very hard for me. Uh, this one and one that I'm going to talk to you next, which is very related to this one. But a mental break means unplugging, right? Unplugging your brain. And it can be things like turning off your phone or avoiding social media or even deleting some apps from your phone or practicing meditation. When we rest mentally, we give our brains the time to recharge and to process information differently, right? It helps us to focus better, to be more productive, to stay alert, and it is important to incorporate mental rest into our routines to set some minutes aside in the day to be quiet and practice mindfulness and simply taking a couple of deep breaths and disconnect from the external world. And this one, as I said, is one that is very challenging for me because I am always on and I am very easily stimulated. And I realized that I was only focused on physical rest and I also needed a mental rest. So I decided to unplug from my phone. Um, I decided to take some quiet moments in the day as hard as it is, trying to add some meditation to my morning routine as hard as sometimes it's right. The next type of rest, which is very related with this one is creative rest. Creative rest means taking a break from the constant creative demands that we face every day. So for me, it's always thinking about what is that next project that I want to do? What is the, the next iteration of Thrive? What is my next book? What is the next topic that I want to talk to you here on the podcast? And my brain doesn't stop. Right? I'm always brainstorming. I'm always looking for ideas. I'm always exploring new things. And sometimes 
Um, I, I think mental and creative rest are the two most difficult for me because I feel I get so energized from these things that sometimes I don't realize that that feeling energized is just in the moment, but afterwards it leaves me depleted. Not always, but sometimes like right now, right? Because I'm facing this season of just being tired. Um, but this can look like taking a break from work for you. Maybe is your career, maybe it's taking a vacation, right? For me, maybe it's not necessarily my work, but it's all my side projects and my passions. How can I take a little break from that? Like I just did two big projects, right? My book and the Thrive Conference. And I'm already thinking about the next book and the next conference. And maybe it is time for me to take a break and don't think about those things. Don't brainstorm about those things. And one thing that has been very helpful for me is when those ideas start to pop into my mind, which they do, and sometimes I can't control that they pop, right? I hear something, I see something, I experience something, and I'm thinking, oh, I can make a podcast from this, or this will be a great topic. Um, I just have a notebook with me and I just write it down and I'm telling myself, okay, I'm writing it down so I don't forget, but I'm not going to think about it right now. I'll think about this later. There will be a time when I am recharged where I can focus on these things, but I don't want to miss or forget, right? These ideas that I'm having. So I'm just writing them down. And by writing them down, I'm letting them go. Um, for other people, uh, creative rest can look like pursuing a hobby, doing something different, trying something new, or engaging in a creative activity that you enjoy that relaxes you. Um, could be coloring, painting, cooking, um, whatever that is for you. When we rest creatively, we give our minds time to explore new ideas, or in my case, to slow down the pace of new ideas. Um, so then I can be more inspired and more motivated once I'm recharged. Another type of rest is emotional rest. So emotional rest means taking a break from the emotional demands that we face every day. And it can look very different for different people. So for me as an introvert, that means spending some time alone. Um, it means avoiding stressful situations. It's it can look like talking to a friend that you trust, maybe your best friend, and talk about what's going on or practicing self-care or journaling. That's one thing that I'm trying to do these days a lot or spending time in nature. Um, I haven't done that, to be honest, but that's something that always allows me to disconnect, to relax and to recharge. You know, when we take a break, and we rest emotionally, we are giving ourselves the gift of time to process our feelings. And then helps us maintain an emotional balance and helps us avoid burn, burnout down the road. 
it can be sometimes challenging to rest emotionally because often I feel a lot of us, and maybe you can relate with me, we feel guilty of taking time for ourselves. But I like to believe, and I remember myself often that it is essential to take care of ourselves first. And doing that is not selfish because when we do, then we can be at our best. So we can be the best to those that we love and others around us. Um, the fifth type of rest is sensory rest. So um, this is taking a break from all the sensory stimulus that is around us. And what does that mean? Uh, we are constantly bombarded by stimulus to our senses, noise, light, um, movement, right? They're all affecting our senses and it can be overwhelming sometimes. So, you know, I have two kids. So in my house in the evenings, can there's can be a lot of stimulus around, like the TV's on, my kids are talking, I'm watching, I'm looking at my phone, checking emails, like, there's all these stimulus coming at you, at me, at the same time. And sometimes it's about shutting down some of those stimulus and focus on the one, right? The one that you're experiencing in that moment. So that can look like turning off your TV or closing your eyes for a minute or spending some time in a quiet room and or going out in nature and trying to think about, okay, what am I hearing right now? What are the, the noises that I'm hearing right now? What am I smelling right now? What am I tasting right now? What am I sensing right now? Um, it's a great way to get in tune with your senses. One thing for me, for example, at dinner time is no electronics at dinner time and be focused on the food and savoring the food and like taking extra time to eat my meal and savor my meal. It can be other ways that I can think of sensory breaks could be taking a bath or listening to calming music or practicing deep breathing, right? All of those are ways that we can give our bodies time to recover from that overstimulation that we experience. And sometimes we don't even realize that we are experiencing. The last type of rest is social rest. And that means taking a break from social interactions. As an introvert, I love people. I love to work with people. That's why I work in HR. That's why where I do my podcasts and all my projects. I, I love to interact with people, but sometimes I'm overstimulated by it. Um, we as human beings are social beings, but socializing sometimes can be draining, especially if you like me, as I said, you're an introvert. So social rest can look like spending time alone. It can look like avoiding social situations. So right now for me, this at this moment, I'm trying to avoid social situations, events, like I got an an invitation to go to an event. And um, I just went to one, it was a very small one. And I thought, okay, I just need 
to socialize. I just need to be with people that is going to help me to, I thought. And I got home and I was energized by the conversations, but I was also tired, right? And I just wanted to be by myself. Um, that, by the way, is how introverts work, right? We can deal with social interactions. That's not always the problem, but we also need the counterbalance of some alone time. Um, but yeah, um, those are some ways that you can rest socially. So spending time alone, avoiding social situations, spending time only with close friends and family, having a date with yourself. When was the last time that you dated yourself? And I know that sounds weird, but think about it. When was the last time that you spent time with yourself doing something that you love? Um, going out as you would with friends or a significant other uh, or your family. Another way of practicing social rest is just practicing self-care, right? Um, it is important to take social breaks here and there, and especially if this one is one that creates um, tiredness for you, right? It's one that makes you feel tired at times. It is important to take the time to recharge and to maintain our social and our emotional boundaries. And sometimes that can look like taking the times to think about what boundaries do you have in place and are they still serving you? Do you need to make any adjustments to your own boundaries? And that's something I'm personally working on right now in all of these areas for me, not only the social area, but all areas. I'm spending some time journaling and thinking about what boundaries do I have today in place? And are those boundaries still serving me, right? Based on where I am today, which might be very different than when I was, when I put those boundaries in place. And boundaries are very powerful, but here's the thing. Things change, you change. And it's important to revisit what those boundaries are and how they look like and how they're serving you to make sure that they continue to serve you and meet you where you are. So those are the different types of rest. And those are some of the things that I'm personally doing to rest in this season. So I decided after Thrive was done that the rest of this month is going to be a rest month for me. And it's ironic for me to say it because at work, at my day-to-day -day job, um, there's not a lot of time for rest right now. It's, it's stressful and there's a lot of things going on and a lot of amazing projects and things that excite me. Uh, but I'm trying to focus on that and rest in everything else around it. And that's sometimes that what we need to do, right? We need to define, okay, are we stretching ourselves too thin? Should we now shut down for a moment or pause, a hit pause on a few things so we can focus on just one or two things? And once we get through that busy season, once we feel uh, that we are recharged, then we can start adding more things back to our plate. And that's the place where I am right now. So this podcast is definitely not one thing that I want to put in pause because it's something that allows me to also process 
my own thoughts and my own feelings like today sharing with you all this is it it inspired me to think through these things for myself so then I can share them with you so thank you for listening today thank you for tuning to the podcast I hope that you have an amazing week ahead as always if you thought this episode was helpful I'm going to ask you if you can share it with someone that can benefit from today's content. With that, have an amazing week ahead, and I'll talk to you again next week here on the Leading Yourself podcast.